What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ, um, Daryl, bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watch wrestling. Yeah. I watched all the WWE wrestling except 205. First time in a while. It has been. the opposite of what you've been doing. Well, here's my kind of thought on it. Um... Well, one, like, my wife wasn't here all week to talk right. to, so I didn't, yeah. honestly, I didn't have anything better to do than watch no. Monday Night Raw. The only um, thing you do when your wife's not home is jerk off and watch wrestling. Right. Like, what else are you going to do? Exactly. So, games. I did. Um, no, um, as good as Raw was last week, and they've been changing enough things, and I think the bigger lesson here is, like, when I start to feel jaded, I just need to back off right then and there instead of waiting until I'm fucking sick of it and can't stand it anymore. Right. I think yeah. that's where I messed up. Like, I should have, like, when I was ready to leave Fastlane before it was over, and mm-hmm. then we did leave, like, I should have taken some time off then. Yeah. I didn't. Right. But I'm glad I've taken time off, and I don't know if I'm going to be back to weekly. I'm at least going to turn Raw on and give Raw a shot, and I'm definitely going to check out good. SmackDown because of its new. It's new home. But yeah, I guess let's jump in with Raw. Raw was good this week. It was. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Raw overall. So, I mean, there were some crap things, but even in SmackDown, there's a couple instances, but they're trying some new things. They're trying yeah. to push some different people. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, we got the Viking Raiders and the OC. They're finally... <clears throat> I mean, I'm glad they weren't fighting jobbers. Right. It's know. nice to see the Viking Raiders. Uh, yeah. I saw or heard somewhere that, like, how big of a missed opportunity is it if the WWE doesn't send those guys to the Vikings versus Raiders game? Yeah, I did too. And then they didn't. Right. They sent Rey Mysterio, though. Yeah, they did. 619. Yeah. And uh, Nacho Libre. Yeah. Did you see that? I did not. Uh, The the commentator, whoever the fuck it was, Mm -hmm. for the game, called him, kind of looks like Nacho Libre. No. Not He's even fucking, close. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people were pissed. Like, if you're gonna... If you're gonna... Cross-promote like this, because they're coming to the network, inform your fucking people that work for you... Right. Like, what this shit is. Right. Don't put them on the spot. And, or assume that they should know things. Maybe, uh... Maybe <clears throat> Fox doesn't realize what big fucking assholes wrestling fans are yet. Yeah. Cause we are. We are. They'll 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 learn. Um But yeah, Monday Night Raw Brother Brother. We haven't done that in a while. No. Monday Night Raw Brother Brother. Brother Brother. In honor of E and C going away. E and C Well E. Yeah, the E leaving E and C. Adam Copeland's. Speaking of E's and C's, E C three got fucking squashed Mm -hmm. by Rusev. Yeah. This one. It's bittersweet. Yeah, like, it's nice to see Rusev crushing Machka again. Yeah, but but EC3 at EC three expense, like better. you guys not, not like why put him back in NXT if you're not gonna do shit with him, right? Did something? I don't understand it. Uh, Trips will find a use for him. Sasha Banks and Nikki Cross had a they had a match. good fan. Yeah, their match was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Obviously, you know, Bailey and Alexa were there hanging out like they do. They had a nice little altercation outside, too, that was mm-hmm. pretty hard-hitting. Yeah, that was all. That whole segment was fun. It was fine. Yeah. For was, a Raw match, yeah, that was fantastic. It went, like, three segments, too. Like, yeah, I didn't literally mean, like, a single segment. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying it went, like, three It did. Segments. It was nice. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, oh, they hyped up the season premiere a lot. 
There's going to be huge names next week. Yeah, most likely. They've got Lesnar, Hogan, Flair, everyone. Hogan got booed. Yeah, Hogan got booed. That was great. That, I'm pretty sure they turned the crowd down, as a matter of fact. Yeah. It sounded like they got quieter. I don't know if they actually got quieter or if they turned them down, but yeah, Hogan got booed. Great. Uh, Lacey Evans beat him. We'll talk about Hogan later in News and Rumors. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. I don't know if I have anything about Hogan. I do. Uh, <clears throat> Lacey Evans beat Ember Moon. This is stupid. Yeah, I don't. What, like... Why is Ember Moon got to get buried so much? Like, I don't get it. Well, and like... And then... Yeah. It's not just in the ring. Like, they're burying her in and out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, she was supposed to be this, like... Undertaker-ish, Bray Wyatt-ish right. figure for the women. This wolf chick. And then she's like, you broke my switch. And like, granted, if that's what you want to do with her, that's fine. But it doesn't go with what you were trying to... And now I don't know what, like... Yeah. She's a badass motherfucker. Can we just let her be a badass motherfucker? Like, please. Um... Then we... Bray Wyatt... We had more fucking Firefly Funhouse. This might have been the best Firefly Funhouse of all of them so far. This is one of my personal favorites of all of them. Tour of the Seth Rollins. Except for maybe like the original and the Muscle Man dance. I think this one's probably third. The Vince one. The first Vince one. That was pretty good. I really like that one. But this one was really awesome. Everything's been so good. We'll get to the main event in a second because that was even better. Yeah, he hung up a blank pitcher this week along with a Mm -hmm. pitcher of Kane. Yeah. Uh, with his eyes crossed out. And then was this week the action figure? Yeah. The, the squirrel figure. and the witch, I think, yeah. were fighting. No, the pig. Huskus. Huskus. And the squirrel were fighting over the uh, Seth Rollins action figure. Yeah. So Bray basically gave him a spiel about Sharon's carrying. It could be fun. And he broke mm-hmm. the figure in half. Which was actually, the way it was edited is really fun. You both should go yeah. check it out. Because, like, he's holding it together, and he acts like he's like, like he's going to break it, and the camera cuts, and it cuts back, and he's holding them in two pieces. Like, ha-ha! I did it. I thought it was really Yeah, everything, everything with the fun house has been, like, yeah, the way it's shot, the way he acts, the way, I mean, everything's been... Do you think we ever see the Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt on live TV and not just on a video package? I mean, maybe eventually. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want eventually. the Firefly Funhouse where Bray Wyatt is to it's be like, the inside of the lantern that the Fiend carries now. The Bray Wyatt yeah. lantern. I want that to be the Funhouse and Bray's like trapped inside trapped in. his own head. Right. And like, then it's metaphorical too. Right. And it's like, bam, bam, bam. Like, so I'm like fucking dropping onions over here, bitches. Right. Layers on layers on layers. I mean, that's how everything's been. It's been. It's been that good yeah. with the Firefly Funhouse. I, stuff. I can like, definitely see that's like I something like that. I think I read part <clears throat> of that somewhere, but mm-hmm. then like have expanded on it into this whole thing all week long that I've been thinking about. Nice. But like, that's kind of what I want. I don't want to see the Mister Wyatt figure. Until this story ends, or the theme right. character has to—I mean, obviously they can't do this forever. Yeah, they can get rid of put someone else under the fiend mask or something, or something, so and he can view with Bray Wyatt. So, yeah, I did see in kayfabe news. I mean, I was gonna say this, I got news so and rumors, excited. but I got so excited and then realized it was kayfabe news. So you got mm-hmm. me kayfabe yeah. that Bo Dallas was gonna join uh, the fiend as the fiend's nicer brother, the friend. 
Yeah. And I got so stoked for that and then realized it was kayfabe and I then know. got immediately got like bummed out. They got me. I know. That was all the comments too was just everyone pissed. I want that. Because I want that. Yeah. I think that would be fantastic. So, but Wyatt is so underused and underappreciated yeah. on after the he WWE breaks, roster. After Bray breaks up with The Fiend, that's your first. Dude, Bo Dallas' stuff in NXT was so much better than anything they've let him do on the main roster. Oh, yeah. B-Team was good for that short little A tiny little bit of it. Right after they broke up with The Miz, right? And had the titles, and yeah. Mm. They were the feel-goods for that point in time. Yeah. It's been Zack Ryder and a handful of other guys, but yeah. Um, But yeah. Uh, Then we had the 24-7 shenanigans. I thought this was fucking fantastic. No, so good. I thought all of it was really well done. Yeah. Truth Uh, runs out. With Carmella, she mm-hmm. stops him and stops the jobbers. I'm just calling them jobbers because there's, there's just a lot of guys that are chasing yeah. him. I don't mean they're jobbers, but right. the guys and says, I can't do this anymore. And R-Truth buys it. And as soon as he's distracted, Carmella rolls him up for the one, two, three. The most devastating move in the WWE, the roll-up yeah. out of nowhere. And Carmella's the new 24-7 champion. Right. And then all the women jobbers come out to chase Carmella down. And R-Truth's really proud of her and congratulates her. And then Truth jumps on Carmella's back for Tries a piggy bribe, But Carmella can't do it. So instead he jumps off and off they run. Yep. And Carmella's your new 24-7 champion. So good. And now the women are going to run with this for a while. Um, yeah. I think it's smart. I mean, we had women hold it before, but this is completely different than that. And in yeah. a better way. Right. It and gives them a chance to... Actually, I mean, the last woman to hold it was pregnant. And then Drake, so, uh, I've never seen Drake Maverick as sad as he was when, you know, after yeah. that, at the end of that segment. Yeah. When he realized yeah, he he's never getting laid. Never. Because I'm pretty sure that's why he's still chasing it, it's because he hasn't got laid yet. Right. He has to come and he's been through. married for like months now. Yeah, way That's too what happens months. when you get married, man. Right. You stop getting but, laid. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Buds out there know what I'm talking about. Right. Except for the not married ones. Right. I was close enough and yeah. Oh no, the, no, yeah. you no, you don't know. There's no close enough. It's completely it's like none. Well, I guess maybe you do know, but With those are extenuating yeah. circumstances. Anyway, so uh Yeah. Chad Gable and Baron Corbin. King Corbin, sorry. King Corbin. I don't know why we needed this rematch. And it wasn't as good as last week, but it was still alright. Oh, I think we get another one at the pay-per-view. I do too, but I mean, I don't know why we needed this one now if we're going to get another one at the pay-per-view. We could have just done that. Right. I don't like the... They gave... To make it one They gave Gable microphone time, which was cool, but then they gave him a really fucking shitty promo. Speaking of shitty promos, we didn't even start with the shittiest, shittiest promos that started Monday Night Monday Night Raw. Fucking Seth Rollins horseshit fucking survive and prevail. Horseshit promo. Like, this guy's good on the microphone. Why are you writing him survive and prevail 20 fucking times throughout the night? It's dumb. It's probably on a shirt now. I didn't go look. I meant to. I don't think it is. But, you know. It was, God, it was cringeworthy by the end of the yeah. night. Because uh, he says it later on in another backstage promo. And, like, why all of a sudden, like, 
Now, the in-ring part with him and Bray, where Bray comes out like, if you're going to talk about me, I want you to say it to my face. And he's like, what are you talking about? I wasn't talking about you. And he's like, you said you weren't going to face me again. And Seth's like, no, 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 I didn't say I wouldn't face you again. I'm sad I said I didn't have to do it anytime soon because you pushed me to the limit. That was cool. Yeah. But then later on backstage, he's like almost like whining, like, oh, and then I gotta face Brent Strowman after next week. I gotta defend, and then after that, and I was like, now he's gonna be a whiny fucking face? Like, what the fuck are they doing with Seth Rollins? Yeah, I don't He's know. one of the best workers in the world, and they're ruining him right it, now with this fucking character work. Just yeah. like they did his fucking champion That's what heel run. Say, the first time. With him title. being a whiny little bitch mm-hmm. that had to hide behind Kane and J and J and like they could have still used Kane and J and J in the same role but better. Yeah, especially Kane, but actually J and J like well J and J was used very well though in that role for what they had. Yeah, they were the new Stooges. I like That's that. I did like J and J, but Kane could have been used better. I like what they did with Orton with him turning and yeah. all that. That was smart. Yeah, it made sense. It was logical. But yeah, I don't like they just keep ruining Seth's runs by like making one of the best wrestlers on their roster their champion and then giving mm-hmm. him a shitty character to go with this fucking stellar like, ring work. Here's where I am with Seth Rollins. It's the same place I was with Dean Ambrose before he left. It's the same thing night it's, in, night out. Well no, it's where That's where it, I was. Here the point is where I'm questioning is is it really the WWE or is it Seth Rollins? I think it's the WWE and I think that John Moxley has proven that it was the I'm WWE. I'm just saying, that's, but that's like to the point. I think the... If it wasn't for Moxley, that's where... I think the fact that Roman Reigns is still getting cheered is also another indicator that's WWE because they've actually allowed him to change his character and he's not suffering yeah. succotash and shit. He's not being shoved down our throats in the main event. Yeah. And we're actually cheering the guy because right. in ring... He's, He's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I think There's I don't I think Seth's that. just a victim of the system. I don't think it has anything to do with Seth or anything Great. like that. <clears throat> I think I I feel like they fucked up by making such a big deal out of the whole him and Becky thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like he's recovered from it. Because he's no, still so doing this shit. I feel like Becky's recovered from oh, it yeah. very nicely. Well, yeah, she gets. She's still not as as where other, she was, but no, but she's getting to work with those other women, and when you put those four together, it's magic. No matter, and they're not Lacey Evans. Right. No offense to Lacey, I do like her character. I do too, and I do think in like four or five years, she's gonna be one of the best women wrestlers in the WWE, if not anywhere in the world. Right. It's just not four or five years from now. She still needs a little bit more time to develop mm-hmm. and get to that point. Exactly. I'm not saying she needs to go back to NXT. I think she's fine on the main roster. Right. Um, she just needs. She's just not in championship pitcher. No. And neither was Baron Corbin. Although instantly, the second he's out of it, he starts to look like he could belong there. Which is like he looks so good through the King of the Ring tournaments. Like where was this guy facing Seth Rollins? Like yeah. Where, where was this at against Rollins? Maybe it is. Yeah, Rollins. I've enjoyed. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm, it is Rollins because there's a valid point right that's there. That's where you're getting to. Like. Who else? Who was before Corbin? Who was he? Oh, it was Lesnar, which doesn't yeah, count. Cause, no. And then Strowman, which also doesn't count because right. it's a David Goliath story again. Right. Again and again and again. Exactly. Um, yeah. So let's move on. Yeah. Uh, AOP had another backstage vignette that I really enjoyed. 
I liked this one even better because they're mm-hmm. just like, you know what, fuck this. And they get up and walk yeah. out in the hallway and just beat the shit out of what, Heath Slater and... Yeah. Ziggler? Was it Dolph Ziggler? No. It was Heath Slater, I don't remember. And somebody, was. just some other wrestler, yeah. just beat the shit out of him. Right. And then just cuts back Kalisto and they're just there again. Maybe. And then they just come back in and like fix their hair and act like nothing else happened yep. and just keep it going. Was so good. But they were talking in another language too and had subtitles mm-hmm. for part of it, which was really fun. Yeah, I like that. Like, they took they and I, I didn't watch it last week. I just heard about it and seen a picture of it yeah. on ups and downs and the stills okay. in the corner there. Right. So I didn't see the first one, but this week's my takeaway is they took a really good idea that they were doing with Aleister Black. But changed the execution and made it work. Because it's mm-hmm. still that black room promo yeah. with a camera that I didn't like when it was Alistair. Mm-hmm. But they changed it and made it work here with AOP. And I, if they keep yeah. doing it like this, I'm okay with more of this. Because it varies. It's not just guys in the ring fucking talking. Right. I like the fact that they let them... By doing stuff like this backstage and not so many in-ring promos... Hopefully that'll stop some of the what chants too, because you can let them speak in their native voice, subtitle it, mm-hmm. have the subtitles ready if you're fucking right. scripting the promos. You right. Know, it's already there. Oh, it was pre-taped anyway. And so then, they, you know that wasn't a lie. It was pre-taped. Right. But still, e- either way. Right. But um, I like it because they seem more comfortable because they're speaking in their native language. Mm-hmm. The people in the crowd who are going to help the home audience gauge kind of how they feel gets the right emotion out of it by being able to read it mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I always believe we should let, I mean, let them speak in their native tongue. Even when we, when I watch new Japan wrestling, like, without the translators you can still get the emotion and almost get the idea of what the promo is we'll about. get to this later but um a match I want to talk about later on in the podcast I watched was commentary was two Japanese maybe three mm-hmm. Japanese guys I can't tell yeah and um it it didn't take anything away from the match so I no. couldn't understand a word they said No, because you can still, if you have a good commentator in any language, you can hear the emotion behind their voice, and that's still going to evoke that in you. Right. Like, it doesn't matter what words are coming out of their mouth. I don't know who it was on commentary, but they were, the one guy in particular was, I mean, he had that emotion, that J.R. Mauro Ronaldo level emotion. But I feel like that's something, though, in particular to Japanese that benefits them, because I feel like just... Mm -hmm. Even when they're naturally speaking, to me, there's more emotion to a Japanese-speaking person to me than there is an English language. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's of how it's so different than the English language, but and Japanese is the only way I feel about that. I just feel mm-hmm. like it's a more emotional language as right. it is, and there's more emoted through their words than there is through English. Like, yeah. like ours is more of like a technical, logical language, and theirs is more feeling and mm-hmm. yeah. I get that, but um. But yeah. But I agree. But I liked it. I, I like mm-hmm. this AOP stuff. I'm glad they're back. I'm ready to start seeing them. Especially now that you got like the fucking War Raiders and Heavy Machinery and some other big guys on the roster. Like, I'm ready to... F- let's go. Yeah. I want some fucking Haas fights. Let's right. fucking go. Right. Fucking Haas mm-hmm. tag team fights? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. And then uh, get Big E in there. Fuck yeah. Oh my 
Um, oh, then we had a number one contender match for the Universal title for next week. Because... Was this the five-way elimination match? Yeah, the five-way This was fucking dope. And then, when I saw I found... But, like, at first I'm just like, alright, whatever. And then I realized it was an elimination match, and I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck yeah, this is gonna be sweet. <clears throat> right. And sweet it was, my friends. Yeah. This is the match I recommend you go watch that was live this week. Right. Um, this was better, so, in my opinion, than anything on NXT. Um, th- this was yeah. my favorite match of the week by far. Go, Joe, check this one out, buds. There was two on NXT that are very, very close to this one, but right. this one takes it, in my opinion. So, so, yeah. Yeah, the eliminations were Nakamura beat eliminated Ricochet, Styles eliminated Nakamura, and Rude eliminated AJ, Mysterio beat Rude. Mm-hmm. And Mysterio is going to face Seth Rollins next week for the Universal title. He's going to do it for Dominic. Yeah. So... And um, Seth Rollins posted on Twitter that he's stoked to face such a legend for his title. And I like the, I like the. Um, okay, step back. Robert Roode did a backstage promo mm-hmm. with whoever talking about how he was going to win this and then yeah. win the championship and be a two a two belter and it was going to be glorious. One of the better promos he's probably cut. Probably the best one he's cut in WWE. Um, I thought yeah, that was a really good promo. Roster. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a really good promo. Mm. Um, that was good. And then I, I, the match itself, like I actually thought Robert Roode was going to end up winning the match too. Like they did a really good yeah. job of teasing that he was going to win it, and making me believe he was going to win it. And this legitimately feels like a dream match coming up of like one of those matches that would never happen right. between Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio, but it's going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason why this shouldn't be one of the best matches on Monday Night Raw all fucking year yeah. long. And this match ends in one of two ways next week, in my opinion. Uh, Mysterio wins, because I could totally see that happening. Mm-hmm. And then that keeps, you still do Seth versus Lesnar. Bray. Or, yeah, Seth the versus Fiend, Bray. I mean, yeah, Lesnar Space and Kofi. That way you keep the title off the Fiend mm-hmm. for a little bit longer. Yep. Or it ends like the past two weeks have ended. Yeah. With uh, that's Seth what I Rollins that's what I don't want. versus someone. And this week it was Braun. Next mm-hmm. week, Ray. Last week... I don't oh, want last that. week was whatever, and then the fiend interrupted. I don't want that either. I want to. I didn't even. Finish. I was actually a little. Whichever way. I was goes. a little upset to see the fiend two weeks in a row. It's too much fiend. Um. Yeah. As long as it doesn't become an all the time thing, this one time's cool. Right. But like, I don't want to see the fiend every week on my TV. That's what makes him so great is that he's not there every week. Yeah. But he can't be as rare as Lesnar was when he was on his huge Universal run either, because. Like, you still have to be there sometimes, and it helps that the theme's not there because he's two different characters. Right. It's kind of like how you get away with not having Mankind on TV for three months because Cactus Jack and Dubov were still there. Right. Right. I just need me some Foley. Was that it for all? That was it for all. But no, it was good this week because it took two claws to keep Braun Strowman down. 
and he still hasn't touched Seth Rollins, and I don't want him to touch Seth Rollins until yeah. a fucking match of pay-per-view. Exactly. Until they are in the Hell in the Cell, I do not want... I, that, I, I don't want to see the Fiend touch anybody until they're in the fucking match together, outside of the guys he's dropping with Claw right. and that shit. But, like, anybody he's going to match with, I don't want to see him touch that person until a match. I think it adds even much mm-hmm. more... It makes it that more exciting when they finally do meet in the ring and, and there's contact between the two. Right. Like... It just it's it's easy natural storytelling. You're building anticipation through doing nothing. Like you don't have to do anything extra for this. Plus, then you don't have two guys fighting on Raw week in week out. They can end up hurting each other and screwing up your fucking main event. Yeah, it's a win win scenario. Yep. Like I don't need to see Seth Rollins wrestle every week. I don't. I don't either. I I'm cool with he just he don't he's the champion. Bret Hart didn't wrestle on fucking Monday Night Raw when he was the champion. Right. Bret Hart wrestled at the pay per views when he was the fucking champion. Yeah. I think Hulk Hogan wrestled on Nitro. Uh, Hulk Hogan's a different story altogether I'm just than Bret Hart. I know I agree with you, but Hulk Hogan's a different breed than yeah. Bret Hart. I know, but I'm just or saying. most other champions. No, he yeah, I'd say Seth Rollins would be on that Bret Hart level. Yes. Uh, yeah, That's that kind of champion. Yeah, they're they're worker champions. Right. Um, but yeah. I guess that was it for Raw. Right. Well, SmackDown we had kicked off with uh Rowan cutting a promo. Pretty solid. Yeah, pretty bad. solid promo. I was wondering why he's by himself. Mm-hmm. No Harper around. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because he ends up facing Daniel Bryan. Yes. And winning. Yes. And Which means over the last, what, three weeks now, he holds clean victories, mm-hmm. cleanish victories, cleanish. over both Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Right. The two biggest faces, because I guess Daniel Bryan's a face yeah. again now, on SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, well, this is the guy who faced The Rock at WrestleMania. I mean. True. True. You know? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> fucking awesome. I like yeah. it. And it was a good match. And this is one of the better things on SmackDown, and this is like, I'm all for pushing Roman right now. Let's keep pushing new people. I'm, I'm yeah. all about it. I'm so done with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And I know. I mean, it's like... God, it, I don't want Brock Lesnar to win next week. No, me either. Like, that's the last thing. I don't care if it takes all three members of the New Day for him to lose, and it's like the... Mm-hmm. Whatever, like I don't give a fuck. What, like the, I don't want Brock Lesnar yeah, to win. The super free bird rules on the. I don't even give a WWE shit. WWE title. All three of them. That was about the only good thing mm-hmm. that happened on SmackDown. Oh no, the Kevin Owens stuff was fine. Actually, I liked it yeah. this week. For me, it, it. For me, it changes my opinion about the whole storyline. And it's rare that WWE sticks with the storyline for us to actually get the payoff for me to go back and be like, those were all those times I said I didn't like it, but mm-hmm. it could pan out. It depends on how they play it. They actually played the storyline out, and I like how it played out. Um, so basically, yeah. he calls it Owens down to the ring. He comes out with his lawyers and calls Owens down to the ring. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, we can play your music, play his music, which I thought was genius because they didn't just fucking play his music. He did it because Shane McMahon told him to play the music. Right. I thought that was a nice little touch because I hate when, like, you know, wrestlers come down to interrupt and their music hits and then, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm wrestling a match, but I forgot because somebody's music's... I hate that fucking shit. Yeah. So I gave him a reason for the music play. It was cool. Mm-hmm. 
And basically, they agree that they're going to have a ladder match next week right. on SmackDown on the premiere on USA. Right. And whoever. And if Kevin Owens wins, he gets his job back, and um, he doesn't have to pay the fine. Right. And Shane McMahon's gone. And right. if Shane wins, then Kevin Owens is gone, and he still has to pay the fine. And yeah. Yeah. Life's good. I mean, obviously. It's. I don't know. I don't want to see him again on pay-per-view. It looks like no. they're avoiding that by getting this done and over with. We're going to get Shane McMahon off the TV, which for me needed so. to be the end goal of this fucking storyline anyway. I so let's so. please get Shane McMahon off my fucking TV. And the way Kevin Owens played it was that the second, like, he didn't even try to bar anything instantly, boom, boom, write it up, put a fucking ladder match, and let's go. To prove mm-hmm. the whole time he just wanted to get Shane McMahon out, like he said. And it wasn't, you know, like... Just shit writing for him to file a lawsuit. There was actually, like, the reasoning behind it was he truly didn't give a fuck about the lawsuit. It was a ploy to play Shane McMahon. It was cerebral shit. It, good fucking writing. It's about goddamn time, WWE. Now get the other 75% of SmackDown under fucking control. Just do something on the rest of it. Right. I can't think of anything else that happened on SmackDown out of those those things right there involving Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon yeah. and Rowan. Um. And Harper. Nakamura beat Ali for some reason, which was stupid. And shit, like, clean fast. Yeah. Wasn't even that good of a match because they didn't have enough time to really do anything. That was disappointing. Uh, Gable beat Canellis in, like, five seconds. That was stupid. And then Elias made short jokes again. Which is, I'm so sick of the fucking short jokes. They're not funny. Like, he's not even that fucking short. He's got to be your height. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's probably five, you know, five ten, five right. eleven. He's only he can't be more than a couple inches shorter than me, like right three, just, maybe four. Yeah, normal people in wrestling world are. I guess, but it's just stupid. It's like uh, when they were calling Mickey James fat. She weighs like sixty five pounds. Yeah, and then we had the women's tag match. This was all right, actually. Yeah, this was okay. I hate the fucking mixed music horse shit. Yeah. Where they play part of Mandy's music for 20 seconds, and then they play part of Sonya Deville's music for 20 seconds. They did the same shit with Baron Corbin, and his is even worse because they've got this regal, pompous-sounding, kingly fucking music cut with this fucking In the Day song. That was fucking stupid. And he's got such a killer fucking... His theme song's so good, you don't need to fucking cut it with that regal... What, What the fuck? Yeah. It's stupid. That's dumb. Yeah. And the Kabuki Warriors, that's just a shit too. Mixing fucking Oscar and Kyrie Sane's music is fucking horse shit too. Right. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, NXT, nephew, nephew. NXT was solid. NXT was good. It's always solid. Um, yeah, I don't think there's ever been a bad NXT show. Ever. Not since we started watching, at least. No. Not since the takeover Cesaro era. Zane, yeah. Right. Um, great big man Haas fight to start off the night. Fucking Keith Lee and Jakoja Vick. Everybody was Jacob. talking about this match. Yeah. Um, I can't well, wait for them to do more with Keith Lee. He's got so much fucking charisma and he's such a unique character. Mm-hmm. The way he speaks and presents himself. Plus, obviously, his size and ability in the ring. Like, oh yeah. Now I've watched these two fight the fucking, each other numerous times on the Indies mm-hmm. and in, in NXT, 
And I could watch these two fight each other almost every fucking week and be cool with it. Because it's not your typical Haas fight. It's your Haas fight with fucking moonsaults and yeah. shit. Like, Flippy shit. You're right. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed this match. Great way to start off the second week yeah. in the USA. I mean. This is... This was another good way to pull an audience in to show, like... Like, to pick a match that showcases this is what NXT is really about. I feel like two weeks in a row now, they're both over five weeks, they've nailed showcasing this is what NXT is about right off yep. rip with their first match. Yeah. But especially this right. week with fucking Lee and Dakojevic. Yeah, so good. Yeah, they tore it down. That was fucking phenomenal. I'm so glad I watched live to watch that match. I almost mm -hmm. text you, like, are you watching? This was fucking amazing, yeah, dude. Yeah, I almost texted you too. But then we did text because mm -hmm. Dakota Kai was on our television. That made me facing, happy on the insides. Yeah, facing uh, Tanara Conti. I I personally like the white gear with the pale look she's got going mm -hmm. on with the blonde hair now. I like the new look. Um, yeah, I do too. It's it's just unique. There's nobody that does that. Most of the paler chicks try to take away from it in most right. instances, and she's, and she's like adding to it almost, but not in a gothic way like most other chicks would right. do, like a Daphne or somebody like that. Right. Or like even Allie to it's a lesser like, extent yeah. impact. Yeah, it's a bright fucking white. So, hopefully... She... It's like a jockey white. It's like a Joe Boxer type right. gear or something. That's what it reminded me of. I get that. Because of like uh, the almost elastic-y like band mm -hmm. around them and shit. Yeah, yeah, it looked like a Joe Boxer. I know it wasn't, but that's I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to see her back. She picks up the one, too. Yeah, who she was? I don't even remember. Conti. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Conti. Right. One of the Brazilian, Brazilian ladies. Chick. Yeah, yeah that was a fun match, too. Yeah. I mean, showed you introduced again two more people. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Kai coming Good return for Kai. Great. She looked good. The ring rust mm -hmm. was definitely... She definitely had enough time working out and shit to get the ring rust off before her debut match because she did look pretty solid. Yeah. So. Um, Just the way she moves is so unique in the ring. Kicks and shit. It's so dope. Yeah. They look like they got a little extra stank on them, even though I know they don't. Right. <laughs> and then we had our main event. Of the first hour. Of the first hour. The street fight between Killian Dane and Matt Riddle. Mm -hmm. um, to see who will face Adam Cole. Another fucking house week. fight. And, uh, Super house fight. Matt Riddle finally pulls out the victory. Mm -hmm. There's some shenanigans here and there, and... Well, not shenanigans really, but no, more the mind fuckery, I guess. Right. Because yeah. I really thought Dane was winning this match two or three different times. Yeah. And he never fucking won the match. So close. Um, move of the week though goes to Matt Riddle with the fucking kendo stick. Holy that he shit! Hit him with, and then it bounced up. Caught on like his shoulder and hair and yep. on the ring rope, and so he fucking grabbed him. Grabs it and hits him again. Backwards. Yeah. Like with the handle part of yes. the kendo stick. Across the arm, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn, that had to fucking hurt. That was, At least that was big my arm. favorite thing. Man, that whole match was badass. It wasn't mm -hmm. as good as their previous one, though. No. I still think their previous match was good, but also hard to top. Right. I would have thought a street fight with these two big badass motherfuckers, maybe, but mm -hmm. they got around the arena, too. I mean, the area there, outside. They were outside, and they used chairs and fucking everything else. Tables. Yeah. and. But uh, then Cole 
came down because mm-hmm. we tried to <coughs> uh, take him out. But Riddle puts him in the arm bar. Yep. And Undisputed Air comes out and Riddle backs the fuck out of there. Because, you know, He's four smart. and one's not good odds. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Riddle's a little smarter than the average bird. Yeah. Um, then we went over to the network Yeah. for the last time. We got Rhea Ripley for Caden versus Caden Carter to kick off over there. This was a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. Caden Carter. I didn't know who this Caden Carter was before this. It's Lacey Lane. That sounds familiar, but I'm not. I was like, because I saw her and she looked familiar. I thought she looked familiar too, but but I was busy and I never looked her up. Um, I was building my first potions area in Minecraft. Yeah. But she got a lot more in than I expected her to against Rhea Ripley. And I thought she looked really fucking good. Yeah. And it still made Rhea Ripley look like the fucking beast she is. She is a beast, too. She's... I can't wait for her and Shayna Baszler for that title, man. Yeah. That's going to be dope. Yeah, because we'll get there. Yeah. Shayna. Yeah. Um, No, Rhea Ripley, she's going to look good with that title. She's a star. Yep. I mean... 100%. Totally. I've known that since she appeared in the UK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't really know her before the UK stuff, other than, wasn't she in the second Mae Young? Or the first right. one? One of them? The yeah. second one. I thought it at the, yeah, the second one. Yeah. But yeah, after that tournament's when I started thinking it, because, Jesus. Yeah, she's just got it. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan versus Matt Martell and Chase Parker. Oni Lorcan's so much fun. And it was good to see these two back together. Oni and Danny. It was good to see Birch on NXT. Right. Yeah, period. Cause you rarely see him on NXT, but mm-hmm. Oni Lorcan seems to be there quite frequently, and it's nice to see Birch on, on as well. Oni is another level, though. Like, yeah. His Twitter is on fire right it's now. one of the best things. Um, Martell, Rick's kid... Mm-hmm. Looked really good. Yeah. The other guy reminded me of Chase Owens a little bit with his in-ring work. Okay. I can't think of his name. but Chase Parker. Chase Parker. He reminded me of Chase Owens a little yeah. bit. Or maybe it was... Right. Maybe it was Martell that reminded me. One of the two guys reminded me of Chase yeah, Owens a little bit with their in-ring works. work. Didn't quite look like Chase Owens, but reminded me of Chase Owens. I liked him. Yeah. The Buds know, if you Buds haven't listened to any of the previous episodes, they're free in the Bud Kai, so you can. Yeah, you should go. But you should already know I'm a big Chase Owens fan, so. Yeah. One of my favorite tag team specialists in the world. He is a tag team specialist. That's good. He's the epitome of that term. Mm Mm-hmm. What else did we have on NXT? Uh, Cameron Grimes got a real match this week. Yeah, he did. Against Raul Mendoza. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, I really am liking this Cameron Grimes, dude. I'm digging him. Me too. He's been three weeks in a row now or something, or three out of four weeks or something, that he's been on my TV, mm-hmm. and I'm liking this guy. Me too. He's, uh... Um, yeah. I think he... He was... I don't know how high up in the card he was, but he was, like, something big on an impact. Cool. When he was Trevor Lee. But... I... Saw him in some multi-man matches on impact, and I've never seen him one-on-one... And the couple matches I can recall with him in, in Impact, 
he wasn't he was that third wheel guy in the three way matches or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't shining as much as the other two guys, and so I guess he just didn't stick out. But now that I'm seeing him some one-on-one where I can see what he can really do, I've been really impressed with the guy. Yeah. I really like this dude. I don't want to just say on Impact. I don't know they were all Impact matches that I've seen him wrestle in. I just assumed because I watch Impact on a semi-regular basis. So. Um, Then we had our main event. Imperium versus Kushida in a tag team of his, their, his choice. Yes. Which ended up being Brazongo. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. The fashion police. It just, overall, it just made me really more can't wait to see how Walter and Kushida work out when they face each other one-on-one. Right. Because that's going to be a lot of fucking fun. Because, yeah, this was the three guys. Yeah, it was. This was the three guys that wasn't Walter. And then Walter showed up at the end. Right, right. Oh, yeah, I guess we should have said that, huh? Yeah. Because it was Wolf and Aikner and uh, Barthel. Right. So. Well, you want to talk about number 18, Andre the Giant. My match was from 1981. When was yours from? 85. So I get to go first this week. I watched Andre the Giant take on Stan Hansen from New Japan Pro Wrestling, September 23rd, 1981. This is the match I referred to earlier where we had Japanese commentary because it took place in Anoki's New Japan. Nice. Uh, This is the best Andre the Giant match I've ever seen. Nice. uh, Ever. Um, And little did I know, but this is one of the, like, not the most, obviously, but one of the most important Andre matches ever for, like, Andre and his legacy of who he is, apparently. Okay. As as far as, like, iconic Andre the matches go. Um, some people say this is his best in-ring work ever, but oh my god, like, I haven't watched any old Andre stuff in so long, it's been like, you know, WrestleMania 3 era shit, Mm -hmm. where Andre, obviously, unfortunately, was not doing so well, and couldn't get around, and just, it was really sad to see him like that. It's nice to go back and watch some, like, good, healthy Andre the Giant fucking bumping, and fucking... You want to talk about Haas fight? That's the only note I wrote. Haas fight. Because, like, this is, <laughs> nice. like, the fucking Haas fight of all Haas fights. That's like, dope. This... I'm going to have to watch that. This was on par with Stan Hansen and Vader's fight. You know, the one yeah. where Hansen knocks fucking Vader's eye out of his face? Right. Oh, Like, shit. these two guys, like... For me, it was... It's always fun watching Stan Hansen, like, wrestle against somebody who mm-hmm. we can't just legit beat the shit out of, like, normal because there's not many guys that Stan Hansen can't just legitimately throw the fuck around. That's true. And Andre the Giant... You, nobody throws Andre the Giant around. Mm-hmm. You don't just throw Andre the Giant. Um, yeah, the in-ring work was really good. Um, unfortunately, I don't know who won the match... Okay. Because the video I found on YouTube, the ending, the very, very end was cut, and I couldn't find an ending, and I searched for like two hours to try to find the end of the match. Andre wins. I know he wins. I read it, but okay. I couldn't see it. I didn't watch it, so I don't know what, how, anything, but um, the problem is, is it's really hard to rate Andre with everybody else, because... Right. He's the greatest of all time for a different reason than everybody else. Yeah. And it's just because he's Andre the Giant. Yeah. He was the first big attraction, like sideshow type attraction Mm -hmm. in 
people came. Non-carny signed so attraction. I'm sure right. there was like Siamese twins and, or some shit back in the fifties that like, wrestled somewhere. But right, but in in wrestling and people came far, especially in the modern era of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people. Rabbits. Oh, okay, I thought your kids were breaking shit. No, I'm um, used to it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna place him right now just because. Okay. He stands on his own. He's like... He's gonna be 1C, I guess. In a way. Like, there's gonna be like 5 ones at the end of this. Because, like... I guess what I struggle with is where... I like so many different aspects of what professional wrestling's presented throughout all the various years that I've been a fan of wrestling. It's hard for me to pick. Is it Andre... For the re- obvious reasons, is it Hulk Hogan for obvious reasons? Is it Stone Cold for obvious reasons? Is it Ric Flair for obvious reasons? Or is it Shawn Michaels for obvious reasons? Right. That's the five I've got to narrow down to. I don't know which one of the five, but yeah, I mean Andre's number one at this point because he's fucking Andre the Giant. Yeah. But he doesn't fit on the list with anybody else that's on here, nor will he ever. He's yeah. on his own list. Right. I guess. I don't know. What about your match, BJ? In ring wise, yeah, he's dead last of where I can place him. I, I guess right. to put it in that respects. I mean, I guess if we want to play what, it out that way, he's yeah. dead last if I'm just going by in ring work. Right. He was the worst of the twenty guys that we can still move around. Right. Well, I guess twelve at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course he is. He's not eighteen because of his ring work. He's eighteen on this list because he's fucking Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah, he drew. And honestly, you know. What they say is, at the end of the day, you judge the success of a wrestler by how much money they drew. (laughs) And I can't think of many that drew more than Andre. In that era, Hulk Hogan? Yeah, maybe. No, Hogan for sure drew more than Andre the Giant. And I would say maybe Jerry Lawler, but that given longevity of how long he was in an area to draw compared to Andre with him traveling around and shit. And yeah, him being more of attraction with more limited appearances than yeah. Lawler. Yeah. Um, and Lawler wasn't drawn as much out of outside of Memphis. No, that's true. Not until maybe the call and shit. Yeah. Andre was drawn all over the world. Right. Yeah. So. I'm not saying that. I'm not even trying to. I I I guess I should back up. I'm not trying to imply that Lawler was the draw of Andre. I'm just trying to say no, that I he was one of the bigger draws from oh, that I time know. frame. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm for the Buds. I don't want the Buds to think I'm implying Jerry Lawler was as big of a draw as Andre the Giant because that's not true. Um, Maybe in in Memphis. Yeah. Maybe. I'm sure Lawler outdrew because of all the shows he ran in Memphis compared to how many times was Andre the Giant in Memphis. Right, of course. But But, yeah. Stone Cold, Bruno, John Cena, and The Rock. Right. Might be the only guys I can think of with drawing power like fucking Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. Because everybody before that, it was too small with like Vern Gagne and Nick Bockwinkle, Luthez. Wrestling wasn't big enough to draw on the levels Andre did, especially worldwide. Right. So, yeah. All right. How about your match, BJ? Uh, mine was Andre the Giant versus King Kong Bundy. That's right. Uh, from 1985. This was right before... Um, WrestleMania. Okay. So, like, March-ish. Okay. Uh. 
this a Madison Again, Square Garden match? I don't think so. Okay. I was just curious. Um, but no, this match... <laughs> it was slow. It was boring. Uh, it was a 16-minute match. Four of it was Andre had King Kong Bundy in an armbar on the ground for Again, four minutes of it. But that's... Yeah, the difference that's between WrestleMania era... Andre in early 80s. Andre is yeah. huge. Oh, it is huge. It's His huge. body. He deteriorated so quick. Yeah, in those five years. In five for years. Sure. And then go look at even three and how much farther he goes from one to three. Oh, yeah. So bad. It's, yeah, it it's is sad. sad. WrestleMania um, 3 is hard to watch these days. Yeah, if he if they knew about the surgery that the big show got, could you imagine? Um, But, yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't good. No. Like, the ending... Uh, came because this is right before the match against Big John Stud. Right. So Big John Stud interfered Obviously. and attacked Andre. Of course he did. That's what he did. He was a heel motherfucker. Right. So. Um, oh, and yeah, I'm in the same place with you. Like it's. He's one, but he's not one. Right. If we're going by pure in ring. If you're even going by like promo and life skills, like he's right. last on this list, probably. <laughs> like yeah, but but that's not what drew for Andre. It's because exactly. he was a fucking giant, right? Who could wrestle, right? Like it wasn't just that he was big; he could work back in the seventies, oh, the eighties, yeah. man. And that's yeah, and what he became is not what he was, and that's why I mean I do I wish I he became a character when like we were kids older. and watching in the mm-hmm. WrestleMania era. Or he was a character because he had to be right. right. So yeah, saying you're on the same debate as me, the same yeah, difficulty. I mean, is he better than Jericho? Yeah. Is he worse than AJ Styles? Yeah. Yeah. I know. You know, hundred percent, dude. It's just I don't know. we'll have to sit on it. Yeah. News and rumors. He's better than Nick Bockwinkle. There you go. Because I put Nick Bockwinkle last on this list, and I would still put Andre above Nick Bockwinkle. I think Bockwinkle is better in ring for my match, but I saw a way better Bockwinkle match than you did. Right. Rumors. And newses? Yeah, I'll, I'll go st- I like to start. I like starting news and rumors. Yeah. Usually because I have less, because I don't keep track of as much shit as you. Yeah. <laughs> I just use the save button. That's it. Are you ready? No. Um, the WWE announced today their next trip to Saudi Arabia. Oh, I did not see that. It's because it's only been announced on their Arabic website and social media channels at this point. Okay. Good. I hope they don't. I hope they just do it live and don't. Crown Jewel Two. Okay. October thirty first. On Halloween. Okay. Rumored, The Undertaker, I'm not kidding here, mm-hmm. versus Hulk Hogan. What the fuck? Are you fucking serious? I'm hoping it's going to be Undertaker and Hulk Hogan, because I've seen that as well, but I've seen versus in one spot. Uh, um. No. Yeah, Hogan should not be in anything but a tag match. Uh, they have announced, and so far on the Arabic website, are advertising to be in attendance as well. Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, Big E, Xavier Woods, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, and Mansoor. 
Mansoor made me happy. I know. I like <laughs> I like Mansoor. I mean, that he was announced for this made me happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's like their fucking star. <clears throat> and they make him huge on those shows. Yeah. I mean, he won the fucking... Uh, apparently, Monday Night Raw Monday is going to have a new theme song on Monday. I kind of figure. Yeah, makes I mean, sense. Yeah, they're pumping up this new... Uh, um, season season premiere thing and yeah. There's going to be a pre-show for the first full two-hour live NXT episode this Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, as kind of a way to draw fans in before AEW starts. So yeah. I did um, see that. Makes sense. I mean, did you see? It's uh, Charlie Caruso, Pat McAfee, and Sam Roberts are going to host. Yes, which whatever. <clears throat> I don't like McAfee or Roberts, but that's fine. Oh, I, I like McAfee. He's alright. He's hilarious and a dick, and it's great. I do like when he's a dick, but... um, Jerry Lawler will be one of the uh, new commentators, new old commentators mm-hmm. on Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. It's only going to last a short time. There's other people that are being considered for a full-time spot, but it kind of makes sense to pull in a legend mm-hmm. and, and someone that... You know, returning casuals might remember watching it on Fox uh, as Jerry the King Waller, so yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I guess while we're there, we should just go over the whole change, really. Well, can I finish? Okay. I got another rumor tied with this is that apparently Mickey James was on commentary for Main Event last week. Ah. And there's rumors that she may be moving over to a commentary position with WWE. Okay. As of late, Vince has been very, very high on having more women commentators on TV in his company. So, nice. um, I, so yeah, um, yeah, we've also got Michael Cole's going to SmackDown um, yeah, with be... Corey Graves mm-hmm. and Byron Saxon. Yeah. And then over on Raw, we're no, going to have... Not Byron Saxon. No, I thought Saxon was going over with those two. No, Phillips and Saxon are gone. Okay. Not gone, gone, but like, right off commentary yeah. for now. Um, oh, who is the third on that? They have know. a third because over on Raw it's going to be Vic Joseph. Right, Vic Joseph, Dio Madden, and Jerry the King Lawler for now. For now, right. And then who the fuck is the third? I don't know, but they did say even though Tom. Phelps oh, here it is. Okay, good. Give me a second. Oh, and NXT staying the same. Yes. That's a thing. And they did say even though uh, Tom Phelps has not announced for anything yet, that he's going to be doing something and that the company's still really high on him, which they should be because Tom Phillips is actually pretty good. He's gotten way better than where he started. I'm excited for Vic Joseph, too. I've become a big fan of him over time. Oh, Renee. Wait. So it's just going to be the two-man booth, I guess. Okay, that's cool, too. Like. They should bring Nigel up. Yeah, yeah. They're going to... Well, they're keeping him live on NXT. Uh, Melter's reporting that 205 Live's rumored... Or it's not even rumored anymore. Moved to Fridays now after SmackDown. is only yeah. going to be temporary until they figure out what the fuck they're going to do with it. Uh, so... I mean, it just makes sense. They're already taping it after SmackDown. You might as well just fucking keep doing it. For now. Yeah, even though it's not... Um, Unless you get a better idea. Yeah, that's true. Uh, even though it's not um, 
It's not WWE news. I just want to do it because it's the only other Meltzer thing I have for this week. So okay. I just want to know. I got my Meltzer news back to back. Meltzer was reporting as well this week that Ring of Honor apparently is offering Matt Taven about three times what NXT was offering him to keep him there in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Which makes me think that they must really want to keep him on board as a uh, one of their more featured talents if they're willing to offer. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the way they were treating him, from my understanding, where he, like his place on the card and the fact that they're offering him three times an NXT contract. Right. That seems pretty, I mean, that seems pretty solid to me. I know their creative hasn't been so great lately, but... Yeah. Yeah. They must have got, I don't know, except, or a lot decent money from Access or something. I'm guessing. I assume they were going to get some from it. I just didn't know what the deal was because I haven't heard the yeah. details yet, but well, who knows? No, because the well, Anthem bought Access. That's, that's true. true, yeah. So it's probably not, I don't know. They probably think they're going to do well. They got Tuesday nights to themselves. I feel like they've yeah, and they've got a they've got a better opportunity now. Yeah, because I mean we got our lineup lineup next week's fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. Monday night Raw, Tuesday night Impact, Wednesday night NXT and AEW, Friday night SmackDown. Mm -hmm. That's nuts. It's be pretty cool. Thursday night, the Good Place. So, which I love the Good Place. So, um. Rusev is now a United States citizen. Yep. Congratulations, Rusev. He is. Happened earlier this week, I guess. Mm. I don't know when. Oh, uh, I think just today. Oh. Didn't he? I just found out about it today, but that doesn't mean it just happened today. Yeah. I think he posted it on Instagram today, four hours ago. Uh, Raw and SmackDown are going to have new sets uh, this week as well, apparently coming mm -hmm. up, to go along with the new logos and new everything. Yeah. They're gonna have explosions on explosions on them. Um, Pyro. WWE recently pulled a lot of NXT UK talent, including Joseph Connors, Kaylee Ray, and Ligero mm -hmm. from a Southside show. And apparently, in retaliation, AEW sent MJF and Sean Spears to that show for October the twenty sixth. So, and it seems like there's gonna be more too. Well, the thing like, is, so. is that I was looking into this, and Southside's, this is their last show. Yeah, ever. And a lot of these UK guys that were supposed to be there that are WWE contracted Got were people stuff. that are responsible for making them a company and keeping them mm -hmm. on the map. For nine years. And yeah. now they're not even going to be there for the final farewell. Seems kind of shitty to me. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I also saw... Uh, that AEW is calling their show Dynamite mm -hmm. because when Tony Khan was, I guess, a little kid or whatever, he fantasy booked his own TV show that was called Dynamite. I saw that. Um, which I thought was kind of neat. I don't know if it's true or not, but just a fun little thing. Um, apparently the WWE added 10 weeks to Dash Wilder's contract this week in retaliation for some time he was off due to injury, mm -hmm. uh, what, three years his, ago or something like that now? When he broke his jaw. Yeah, like three years ago or some fucking more shit. It's petty fucking shit, man. Vince McMahon these days. They've been only been on the main roster two and a half years, so. So maybe not like quite three years. years, but still. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. To me, kind of stupid. Um, I saw this right before we started recording, and I can't find it now to get any more details or see any updates, but um, mm -hmm. I made a quick note of it, and I was 
looking on. I'm, I got Squared Circle up now, and I don't see anything. Apparently, Seth Rollins deleted his Twitter account today. Seth Rollins did. Mm-hmm. Good, he's bad at it. Yeah, but like, he's not good at Twitter. He should stop. I'm okay with it. I can't find. I can't find anything else about here on the Squared Circle. Okay. So let me flip back to my notes here and see if I've got anything else. Um, I discovered. Um, there are some wrestlers that you should follow on Instagram. Okay. And Otis is one of them. Oh, yeah? I'm just gonna leave it at that. Simply you fantastic. Leave it at that. Simply fantastic. Okay. Otis's Instagram is simply undescribable. Okay. That's how I'm gonna describe it for you buds out there. I recommend checking it out. It's pretty fun. I don't do the Instagram. It's it's worth checking out. Just Google it and check it out. So Ah, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger this week metamorphosized into his final form. Yeah. Kishin? Or is it Kaishin? I think it's pronounced Kaishin, I believe. Okay. I assume that just because Jushin, Kaishin. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's the assumption. But yeah, that was pretty cool to see. I guess it's been quite a while since he's done that, so... Yeah, it was, uh... The video was dope. Fucking freaky looking. Like... It was... Did you watch the whole video? No, I did not. It's... It's just weird. Is like, it? he rips off, takes up, rips everything off, and it's just, like... Hmm. Weird. And it's it's awesome, but it's weird. I liked it. Uh, yeah. Um, today, for us recording a couple days, apparently, um, Stardom had the final day of their Stardom Five Star Grand Prix tournament. Okay. And, um, delivered. Uh, apparently two really fucking killer matches, um, four and two, or four and a quarter star matches. Nice. Uh, one being Watanabe versus Iwantini, who I don't know who either of those two are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another involving a girl who I believe it's pronounced Kigetsu, who okay. I've been hearing more and more about here recently. So she's someone that uh, I think you should put on your radar. I think you might be hearing that name a bit more. Um, but apparently her match was just like so many close falls. Like it was just edge of your seat, nonstop fun. Nice. So yeah, if you're a, a fan of any of that or their style, that might be worth something checking out there. But apparently, all in all, throughout the entire tournament, uh, there are two, four, six, eight, ten must-see matches, like, if you're a wrestling fan. And as someone who doesn't watch a bunch of stardom personally, that's enough to get me intrigued. Yeah. Um, And I might check out a couple of these. And then, while we're speaking about stardom, you were going to say something, though. No. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. There is a chick whose name is Konami. Okay. Who wrestles, um... Wasn't that a video game company? Yes, as well. They yeah. did, like, Metal Gear Solid back in the yeah. PlayStation 1 days, and yada yada. That's uh, Who's apparently high on WWE's radar at the okay. moment as well. I don't want that. For none of you non-WWE, or none of you... 
for any of you WWE fans out there that don't know Konami, she's would most likely be recognized as Asuka's former protege. So, yeah. just to give you some idea there of what you should expect. Um, but apparently, there she was in the finals. I don't know Asuka's if she won or not. Fucking twenty four seven title round. Uh, yeah. I don't want. Right. No, I get what you're saying. saying. But apparently, this Konami chick is um, uh, got a huge push here recently yeah. in stardom, and she's very popular. And this is like you know a match that people it's very enjoyable match as well. So nice. yeah, I want to try and start maybe learn a little bit more about stardom and start watching some more of these women Joshi stuff. Yeah, getting into that a bit more. Cool. I just I've really enjoyed the little bit that we've seen on AEW so far, especially like Rio. She's like my favorite female wrestler alive right now. Like I could watch Rio all day long. She's so good and dope mm. and cute and adorable. I fucking love it, buds. Fucking love it. Yeah. What do you got for us, news and rumors, BJ? Because that wraps up mine with stardom. I did have uh, one more, but since you told me it earlier, I figured I'd let you share okay. it with the buds. Sure. Um, Maurice and the Miz. Oh, yeah. Had their baby. Yeah, they did. Madison Jade. Mm-hmm. Ms. Annan. They knew who the father is, too. Yeah. It's the Miz. It's Miz Annan. Um, so that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of all the Rusev stuff, Maury Povich wants them to come on the show. I saw that. And find out who... Her baby, Rusev, you are not the father. Father is, yeah. I bet it's Mike Kanellis. Maybe. That's who my money's on. Uh, But yeah. Let's see. Fox is looking to cut back commercials on SmackDown by 10 to 20% when when it comes to Fox. And they are getting rid of the box. All picture in picture? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, they'll get rid of that. I like being able to keep watching the match during the commercials. Not that anything ever happens, but... Right, but still. I feel like they should keep it and then actually utilize it. Right. Like, have a match in and then abruptly cut back. And then replay the commercial and give that advertiser an extra half a free ad or something. Right. For it, for cutting their ad off or something. It's a win-win situation for everybody. Yeah. You win because then it's like, oh, you have to pay attention during the commercials now. Like, something could actually happen. Right. And you don't have, especially like, especially NXT. Yeah. Yeah. With them trying to compete with another company on at the same time. Right. If I can't change the channel, I can't watch the other product. That's true. Just saying. That's true. Just saying. But USA is still doing it, Fox isn't. So, you know. Oh, so they're going to start doing it on Raw? Because they don't do it on Raw right now. They have. Oh, I didn't notice this week when I watched. No, but they have. Oh, okay. Is what I'm saying. They oh, like in the past, you mean? Yeah, yeah, I know they used to do it back whenever, but they right. haven't been here on this run, like right. this brand split from two or three years ago yeah. or whatever it was. Um, so they officially announced the backstage, or the show for... Fox Sports 1. Yes. It's going to be called WWE Backstage. Mm-hmm. And Renee Young will be hosting. And her co-host will be Booker T. Mm-hmm. And it'll be on Tuesday nights at 11 o'clock. Yes. In the evening. So, like, news hour, mm-hmm. which is cool. 
to pass my bedtime, but you know. That's about my bedtime. Most most yeah. evenings is right around 11 is when I'm passing out. Um, but I don't pass out anymore. There's been a few rumors still swirling around about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Including the big show. Yeah. That there could be a few other people showing up um, on the show. I did legitimately see Mark have, Henry. Yeah, and have like a three to five panel. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those people could possibly be because he had an interview at Fox. Yes, he did. In Los Angeles earlier this week, Mr. CM Punk. Yep. Uh, and Meltzer's reporting that if CM Punk ever comes back to pro wrestling, it looks like it will be here. So, like, if there's any chance... Since I would then, like to see him in an analytic thing. Plus, he's smart. He's clever. He's witty. He's yeah, quick-witted. He's exactly. not just witty. He's quick-witted. But the problem you run into is if he's on that, all people are going to talk about is him, on him going back to the ring. Yeah. And if that's not something that's going to happen in the future, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, I did see Mark Henry was a consideration for the show because mm. um, apparently some people... Fucking rabbits. Your Fox rabbits executives sucked. are very impressed with his uh, busted open stuff. Yeah, okay. So I saw that as an option as well, which I think would be fun. I like mm. Mark Henry. Yeah, I mean, like I said, bring in, have a rotating cast of characters... I don't think Booker T's... I think it should be... If you're going to do it with Punk, you do Renee and Punk every as your host. And then rotate out T with right. like Mark Henry, maybe bring in John Cena every once in a while. Yeah. Just bring in bring in a celebrity that likes wrestling every once yeah, in a David while. Yeah, David Arquette or somebody. Right, bring in Arquette, bring in... Um, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin or the... The only two celebrities that like wrestling. Arrow guy. Yeah. Grok. Huh? Or Gronk. Or, yeah, Gronkowski. Like, that'd be fun. What else you got for us? Um, Let's see if I got any more. I just think I just looked here, dude. I have one more. Yeah. We're in hour 10 for an nice. episode we thought was going to go short. We did that last week, too. <laughs> I know. Um, it's awesome. I got Good one, for us. I think I got one more okay. WWE. Okay. And then we'll get into the other. Um, but I lost it. Where'd it go? Oh, duh. Uh, it is being reported that... Johnny Impact, Johnny... Oh yeah, uh, I did have that. I forgot about this. Johnny Hennigan, John Nitro, John Morrison, Johnny... Not wrestling. Whatever, not, not wrestling. Not kicking the ding-ding. Uh, not champion. Has signed, re-signed with World Wrestling Entertainment. Now um, I want Johnny Champion versus Johnny Champion. Right? For the champion. That'd be so good. For the champion nickname, Champion. Yeah. One has the North American, one has the NXT. Fuck, they don't need bells, just let them go. Okay, that's fine. Right. No, I'm excited for that if that's true, especially if he's NXT bound. Um, I mean, it'll be hard to write him back onto television, though. Right. Because his last WWE appearance was on uh, Zack Ryder's Z, True Long Island, whatever it was. Okay. But he uh, actually exploded in oh. a limo. So did Vince. And so, Vince has been back on TV. I'm just fine. saying. So you just got to find a way to explain it. Like You don't even Benoit. need to explain it. You just, you show, just up. show up and be like, 
this isn't right. I we're not gonna do this storyline anymore about me blowing up because Benoit killed his family <laughs> ten years oh, ago. Oh, that's never gonna happen. It's <laughs> never gonna fucking happen. Just saying. What else you got for us? Uh, all right. So that's it for WWE. We'll yes. Move over to the AEW other side of the. Um, neither Rose kind of crossed the line with someone this week. I thought. Uh, someone was being a dick, which I mean, I get the guy was being a dick, but when you're just about to be on TV, you shouldn't say things like, "Did Daddy Mouth touch you in the no no?" I place? saw that. I forgot about that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. A bit, bit much. Bit over the line. That's a bit. Yeah. Um. So, bit over you know. the top in particular. But what you gonna do? Mm-hmm. I don't. The more I'm exposed to Nyla Rose, the more I don't like her. I really hope she doesn't win. Yeah, me too. Because I'm pretty sure she's going to win because she's transgender, and that's... Yeah, that's at least what it feels like. Yeah. So, and she's, yeah, she's not that good on the mic. She's obviously not good on Twitter. She's you, you not can, good in the... You can swing back and insult someone without having to be like that. Like, right, exactly. There's better ways to do it, especially in this day and age where, like, Everybody gets butthurt about every fucking thing. She deleted thing. it already. Of course she did. Yeah. Um, so, coincidentally, next Wednesday, October 2nd, mm-hmm. is also Chris Jericho's 29th in-ring anniversary. That's nuts. Apparently, in one of his books, he mentions it, and he oh. actually celebrates every year huh. on the anniversary. That's neat. Right. That is really neat. Yeah. Good for you, Chris Jericho. So, the day he did... With a little bit of the bubbly. I'd, I'd love it if he mentioned it on air, or they did something. It should just be him with a little bit of the bubbly, man. Yeah, him a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. Boy, he's got that tag match. A little bit of the bubbly. So. It's going to um, be his tag team partners. The AEW Championship on one side, and a little bit of the bubbly on the other. Yeah. No. That's um, not going to happen. What else you got for us, Beach? AEW also has some comic compilation thing going on online with DC Comics, and they've been doing um, drawings of some of the wrestlers. Oh, nifty. And so, like, I was going to say, I've seen Jericho. Oh, damn, that's really fucking dope. Yeah, I've seen Jericho and a boy and his dinosaur uh, so far. I'll have to check those out. And they're both, yeah, they're both really excellent. If you go out there and check them out, they're pretty dope. Speaking of a boy and his dinosaur, uh-huh. Luchasaurus was the guest on Talk is Jericho today. Yeah. Friday for you buds out there. It was there. really good. And it was a really good interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jericho was Jericho. Jericho knocked it out of the park this week. His Tuesday show was with Gabriel Iglesias. Okay. Who's actually a funny motherfucker. Oh, really? And, uh... He doesn't just, uh try to be funny and make fun of himself because he's fat anymore? Not just, no. Okay. He was doing other stuff. I didn't know that's that. Because like, yeah, that's what it used to be. Oh. Like, his one stand-up was, I'm not fat, I'm fluffy or some shit. He still... And it was horrible. The fluffy thing's his thing. That's his gimmick, yeah. but... But that's all he did for, like, an hour of stand-up. Was, was just fat Be jokes. fat. Oh. And yeah. And no, like, I mean, he wasn't just doing comedy, but, like... Right. I downloaded it just as, hey, if I need some background noise, this could mm-hmm. be my background noise. And then I actually ended up enjoying the interview, but they yes. did a couple spots of his, one of his stand-up or some of his stand-up, and I was laughing, so... Who did he announce his guest is going to be next week? 
Somebody big, but I don't remember. Yeah, and I can't remember either. And it was like, it's not a wrestling person, right. but I wanted to listen. I'm still going to listen to it, whoever it was. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Um, That's my AEW news. AEW finally had, uh, got kind of a deal for international fans to mm-hmm. watch Dynamite. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Which is you cool. can watch it live on Fight TV for $5 a month. Right. Or there's, like, in the UK, it'll be somewhere delayed a couple days, and I think Canada's the same way. So you can either wait and watch it free, or pay five bucks and watch it live. Or you can risk getting your cable shut off and watch it sketchy. Yeah, that can happen too. Um, I don't endorse it, I'm just saying you can. Right. The buds don't endorse this message. In fact, the buds don't endorse you doing anything illegal. That's our legalities for the week out the way. Um, tonight, tonight on Twitch, Brandon Cutler, actually, well, Friday night it was, and it's just actually started a half hour ago, but Brandon Cutler, Luchasaurus, and a few other people are going to be playing a game of D&D. On Twitch. I actually thought about putting it on when you and I got done here and watching yeah, some of tonight about, just to... Yeah, I thought about watching some too. Just check it out. See what these guys reboot. Um, Their free time is. Yeah. And then the last thing I got, uh, apparently... Oh, well, that was it for AEW. I actually have Impact News. Okay. That uh, they had an extra long day of taping in Vegas. Uh Impact? Impact. Oh. And uh, they actually gave all the talent extra, or bigger bonuses. Nice. uh, Because of the extra long day. That's dope. So, yeah. Looks like they're finally starting to do things right. I mean, they're paying. You know they're going to do things. They're paying. Callus is in charge now, or has a big say now, so. They're paying their people now. You know Callus is going to do things properly. Yeah. Don Callus is dope. Right. I'm glad he got involved with wrestling. Yeah. I wish... I wish we could have seen Don Callis not get stuck with that jackal gimmick that wasn't going anywhere in WWE and maybe seen him do something better or different. Yeah. So I bet we would have loved Don Callis as a kid had he not got stuck with that jackal gimmick and just the way they did it wasn't good. Right. Uh, Wants and Wills? Sure. Mini edition-ish? Yeah. Wednesday Night War edition Wednesday night. Just since there's, you know, some matches coming up announced for Wednesday, and on NXT in particular, all three of their main titles are on the line. Yeah. We We figured we'd do a quick wants and wills to see what's Mm -hmm. going down. So, do we want to start with AEW, or do we want to start with NXT, BJ? Let's start with NXT. It's the shorter one. There's only three matches. we're used to. So, let's start off with the tag team as they are want. We have Mm -hmm. the Undisputed Era defending their tag team champions against the Street Profits. W's and W's. Uh, I want the Undisputed Era to keep it. And I think they're going to keep it. Same. I'm taking taking TUE both. For both. For the tag. Uh, For the women's match, women's championship match, we have challenger Candice LeRae taking on Shayna Baszler. I'm taking Shayna for both. Me too. I want Shayna to lose it to Rhea. Same here. If it's not Tony Storm, I want it to be Rhea Ripley. Right. And at this point, Rhea seems like the more realistic. Yeah, because she's there. Yes, yeah. that's why she seems like the more realistic. Right. And then for the men's championship, we have Adam Cole, baby, defending against Jordan Miles. 
Who do you got, BJ? Um, I have actually, um, as a surprise, James Ellsworth. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take Adam Cole, baby, for both wants and No, I'm taking Matt Riddle. Okay. Both. I want Matt Riddle. I want to see him with this title. I want, yeah. I do too, but I don't think it happens here. The Undisputed Era are going to prevent it from happening here. They do. This is the debut. I think that's why it doesn't happen here. I think it's mm. going to be more to suck people in. I don't know. Try and get people yeah. into the takeover. That's what I think with this one. I just, I don't know. I think they want to do something big on their first show head-to-head with AEW. I, just to be like, the people that watch AEW, look what you missed. You missed a title changing line. I think it going to USA is a Vince decision, and that's the knee-jerk. I don't think Triple H is going to be as quick to pull the trigger on stuff like that as Vince is, and yeah. I think that's why it's not going to change as well. Oh, all right, we'll see. We shall see. That's yeah. At least we've got a difference here somewhere along the line. So. Yeah. A-Dub, we've got five matches announced Yeah. so far, Yeah. which is good, because that means there's no fucking way they're all going to be 15 minutes long. Right. So, they, um, they've learned that lesson. And there's going to be at least one or two of the tournament matches, too. Correct. So, so as far as the five announced matches, mm-hmm. BJ, yeah. I, you yep. got them there, so... The very first match of the very first show, already announced... Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. Cody. Want and will? Oh, I want to see Sammy. Yeah. I want and will Sammy. Okay. Um, I think, because Cody's the number one contender. Correct. And I don't think he's going to face Jericho. You think they're going to change it? I do. Give it to I Sammy because be of this win? Oh, okay. No, I think it's going to be Pac. Fair enough. So, well, let's go to that match next. Okay. Hangman versus Pac. I think, I think Pac's Pac going to win that, too. And I want Pac to win right. it, too. And then he's undefeated, and they... Then him and Cody kind of have this little I'm going to stick with Cody, because I'm going to pick this the way I picked wrestling, but hopefully with AEW saying they're going to do things differently and the wins and losses matter, mm-hmm. I, I hope you're right for that. I'm going to take the want that BJ's right, but for the match, I'm still going to stick with Cody for this one, just because... Okay. My gut tells me Cody's winning. Yeah. Because wrestling. Uh, yeah. I My wrestling know. instincts tell me Cody's winning this right. match. But. I just think to make an interesting storyline. Yeah, so I'll change my want over to, to Sammy as well for that. Okay. Cool. Because I agree with you. And I do want that. Yeah. And then you get Pac versus Jericho for the title instead. Mm-hmm. And then you can have Cody feud uh, with Sammy. Mm-hmm. And have that last a little bit longer. Yep. Mix in the branding color and MJF stuff. I like it. I yep. like it a lot. Um, yeah. Then we have branding color and MJF. 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 Yeah, I think so too. He's he's a star. Yeah. He's humble. Right. Saw the earth. But um, yeah. Then we I started have... to get upset at him earlier this week for something he tweeted out, and then I'm like, you know what? It's not his fault I'm poorer than he is. Yeah, like, why am I mad at him? It's not his fault. No, the only tweets I got jealous of... I got jealous of a tweet this week. I was week. mad, not jealous. But Yeah, I was going to say, I got jealous of a tweet this week, though. I mean, what was that? RVD's. Did, Did you see, see his? That? Two girls, or four girls in a hot tub in him. Like, yeah. He's still RVD. He is. One of them is his wife. I'm just saying, like right. one of them's his wife. That makes it even doper. And there's four, yeah, right? 
You my dope is in a sauna with me and three other chicks. Yeah. I could go for that. Right. Anyway. All day, every day. All day. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and his two mystery partners. This one's hard because Jericho and mystery partners, but honestly, I gotta go Jericho and mystery partners. Yeah, I think Jericho and his mystery partners. I have no fucking clue who his mystery partners are. Me either. None. None. Whatsoever. Like, unless Tony Khan is gonna pay a shitload of money to get the revival out of their contract right now. Right. Like, I can't think of anyone out there. Agreed. That... Who it could be. Who it could be. Briscoes? I don't know what their Ring of Honor contract looks like. I haven't seen them or heard from not, them in a while. Yeah, so. if it's not LAX, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then, what I think should be the main event, because it is their first champion. Right. Uh, Nyla Rose versus Riho. I want Riho. I'm afraid Nyla. Same. Same. <laughs> I'm writing that. Rio's name down twice, but... Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah. She's a way better wrestler. She deserves it. She does. She... And then... Yeah. So well, that takes us to number 17. The Stinger. Sting. Sting. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have another name. He's just Sting. He's one of the few guys that has a name that, like, a single name works. that works. Sting, Edge, Vader, Christian. Those are in the top, like, all the way to 50. Those are the first until you get to Kane. Mm hmm. And then Vader. Doesn't happen a lot. Uh, I went first last time. You get to go first this time, BJ. Who did you watch Sting wrestle? I watched Sting wrestle Lex Luger from WCW. I bet this was uh, mediocre. Like 1990. Um, it was Actually, a, it was probably alright if it was it earlier was, 90s. Yeah, it was his first, Luger's first run. Okay. Like, before he went to WWE. That would have been decent enough. Um, Luger was never this the best was, worker, though. This was the best Lex Luger match I've ever seen. Cool. So, that was good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's Sting. Like, it was, yeah, good match. There was a lot of fuckery at the end. Uh... I don't know. I could. I lost track. There was like four or five, six people in the ring. I don't know what was going on. Fair enough. Like I was at work. This is pre NWO. Yeah, you said it's his first run, so this was pre Lex Express. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the four horsemen were there. I think. Woo! All that stuff. Um, so it all broke down at the end, but no, Sting looked look good in this. Sting. Um, so this, yeah, this was really good. Was he tan? When he got, he was. He okay. was tan. He was ready to go. Nice. Um, and like to get this good of a match out of Lex Luger was saying something. <laughs> to get a good match out of Lex Luger for anybody saying something. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it was a really good match. And yeah, that's good. We're single on the list, BJ. Fucking no. I know, right? This is like the rest of this is gonna be so fucking brutal. Like, <sighs> probably between Steve Austin and Bret Hart. Actually, I was sitting here thinking between like. Or between, I was thinking between Bret Hart and John Cena. Yeah, that's where I, like I'm debating. 
That's what Austin I'm goes. Austin goes ahead of Sting, in my opinion. Yeah, and I just I'm debating between Hart, Cena, and Austin. Yeah. Or Hart, Sting, and Brett. Yeah, Hart, Sting, and Austin. No, no Austin's Cena. fine. Cena, Cena, Hart, and Sting. Yeah. Those three guys. Jesus. Terrible. You were saying Brett and Hart is two different people, oh. man. It wasn't just Brett, me. You were fucking it up too, Cena. right? I'm like, no, Brett Hart are the same Brett people. Brett Hart, John Cena, Sting. There you go. Fucking Sting with only one guy. See, Vince, this shit don't work. It's not Andrade. Right. Andrade, Cien, Almas. Yeah. Um. To be determined. Yeah. I watched Sting versus Vader with Harley Race from Super Bowl three. And this was a White Castle of Fear strap match featuring Tony Schiavone and Jesse the Body Ventura on commentary. Okay. Um, talk about strap matches. That's what the note says. Talk about strap matches. Yeah. Um, I watched two strap matches this week. I watched, and not even knowing that this, I didn't even know this was a strap match when I picked it. I didn't know it was a strap match until it started and they were, they had a strap. Nice. Um, I watched a White Castle of Fear strap match, this one obviously, and I also watched a Caribbean strap match between Savio Vega and Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Nice. Or JBL for you more modern WWE fans out there. Um, well, that sounds more like JHB to me. Well, he went by Hawk at the time. Right. With, uh... The fuck did they call him? Dutch Mantel... But they didn't call him Zeb Coulter back then. They called him Zebediah. Um, with Zebediah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why he's had to have so many fucking names in wrestling. But whatever. Um, Sting only needed one. So when I was a kid, I hated fucking strap matches. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's very true. I hated strap matches as a kid. Um yeah. I don't like, why? Put him in a fucking steel cage. Like... Mm. I was so fucking wrong. Strap matches are the shit, dude. You want to talk about a legitimately good wrestling gimmick? Go watch a good fucking strap match. Oh, a good strap. Yeah, the strap matches they had in the mid-80s were not good strap matches. No, but like, a good strap match, that's a good fucking gimmick. And mm. both of those matches were good strap matches. But this one in particular, Sting Invader, is one of the better strap matches I've ever seen in my life. Nice. My only complaint was the strap was too fucking long. So there was legit, like, they had to pretend yeah. to drag the other guy around the ring. Oh, okay. And it was really dumb watching Vader pretend to drag Sting around when the strap was obviously long enough he could have touched all four corners without moving Sting. Right. Um, basically, it was a wrestling match with a strap, and then finally when Sting starts to get the upper hand and then really gets the upper hand, he takes the strap to Vader's back to the extent that Vader's bleeding. Nice. And I don't mean, like, a little bit, like... You know, Walter's been chopping your chest for 15 minutes. Right. I mean, like, fucking bleeding like he bladed his fucking back, leaving oh. smears of blood all over the canvas and shit. Nice. Um, uh, Sting's forehead gets bloody at some point. I don't... I think it's hard way, because I didn't see him bleed. Or I didn't see him blade, I mean. So I think it was hard way. Um, and Piper's in there. And where? What? That mix. Oh. Right. Hot rod. Um anyway. Vader wins. Yeah. Um the ending though, okay, so they got me. They got me good with the ending here because this okay. is 
Super Brawl 3, so you know what that means. It's probably Dusty Rhodes booking this motherfucker, which oh, means we're right. going to get a... Du- this is the main event. Right. Dusty finish, yeah. right? So, Vader, Sting, fucking just... This beating the shit out of each other. Good fucking match. Sting was nice and tan. It was paint on. Yellow pants. Blue scorpion on the sides. Nice. Orange boots. Just fucking phenomenal. Vader's being Vader, being all badass, doing some splashes, some Vader bombs, some fucking brutal-looking punches and shit to Sting. Sting's doing some Sting shit and surfing and being tan and whatnot. And At one point, I thought it was really neat, is they're fighting outside of the ring, and Sting starts touching the, the corners out from the out, and the ref's counting it as counting, which I thought was a nice touch you never would have seen in WWF. Mm-hmm can't win on the outside of the ring what the fuck no it's just it's a strap match the rules don't the different rules you fucking yeah, yeah i thought that was cool so vader's got the upper hand um the ref takes a bump and sting should have won this match like three times already and then there's a ref bump for vader to finally get the upper hand and vader won well so okay, let me go back because I gotta tell you how this. I'm sorry, I gotta tell you how the, how the I didn't tell the story of the ref bump, and without that, okay. the rest of it doesn't make sense. So Sting picks Vader up on like a like a shoulder carry or whatever, yeah, but a shitty carry. one because he can barely fireman's carry him. Yeah. And that's when the ref gets kicked by Vader on the way up, and okay. the ref takes the bump down. So race is over, kind of distracting, checking on the ref. Mm-hmm. Sting's carrying him around one. Nice. Two, yeah. three, both trips over the ref. So I'm thinking, okay, Sting's gonna win this match. This is this it's a dusty finish. This should right. be how Vader wins. The Sting, the ref bump's gonna be nothing. Sting's gonna win. Right. So finally, the ref gets up. Vader one drags him. Two gets the three. Sting starts to fight back. I'm like, motherfucker, Sting's gonna win it right here. The ref gets distracted by race. Sting kicks Vader, which should have been enough to break the count. The ref turns back with perfect timing for Vader to fall and tap the fourth, and they gave Vader the win. I'm like, yes, they did nice. it right. They didn't fuck it up. That's awesome. Um, this is this was a fucking awesome match. This was so fun. I also recommend this one as a as a must watch. Mm-hmm. Um, match Super Brawl three main event twenty twenty five men Sting and Vader. I agree with you. I don't know if he's John Cena, Bret Hart, but he's right there. Yeah. The Stinger. Uh, especially knowing how big he becomes in the late 90s with his reimagining himself as the Crow char- character. Mm-hmm. Uh, battling the NWO at the height of WCW was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But join us next week, buds, when I am so oh, fucking... I missed one thing of news real quick. I wanted oh. to wait till after this okay. to bring it up. But StarCast 4... Oh, yeah. two participants today. One will be Surfer Sting, uh, if it Vince doesn't make him cancel. Right. And then uh, will, but the other is even more big news. It's fucking RoboCop. Oh, nice. RoboCop's going to be there. Also a WCW, or yeah. rather, I guess, Jim Crockett stalwart from right. back in the day. So, so join us next week, buds, when... Oh, Daryl is so fucking, fucking stoked. Two of mm-hmm. my favorite wrestlers of all time. One of who I feel, the first of who I feel is one of the most underappreciated wrestlers of all time. Motherfucking Arn Anderson, buds. Nice. Yes. Just started. And, Ooh. and Kurt fucking Henny. Yeah. Mr. Perfect for right. you WWE fans yeah. out there. And Arn Anderson just started his own podcast, so this kind of coincides pretty well. 
really solid. I listened to the first episode earlier this week. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I started it and then I stopped for. Were you uh, listening to that when you pulled up? What? Arm? No. Uh, I was listening to JR. Oh. Uh, I heard, I thought I heard Conrad and yeah. thought, I knew you were listening to Arn earlier today. So, yeah. okay. JR's mm-hmm. was good this week too. I've yeah, enjoyed JR's. Oh, you're back ago's. a couple weeks since we're so anyway. yeah, next week, buds, number 16, Double A, Arn Anderson, number 15, Kurt Butler, fucking Henny. We're getting close to we're the We're getting ends. to the nitty-gritty. And I'm quitting doing this shit. Fuck this. We've got a two-parter coming up when we're done, though. We'll never do it again. Never. Mm-hmm. Until we do. Until we do. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, make sure you leave us a five-star <laughs> rating and comment and review and all that good stuff. Tell yeah. your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell a dog. Tell a cat. Tell your enemies. BJ over there. Who does Daryl over there? Peace out, guys. Bye. What's up, buds? What's up? <laughs>